This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Are you the type of person that's looking to build your liquor collection in your own home? Then go to Country Wine and Spirits Online Liquor Superstore. But check this out. They've also got a monthly vault membership. It's an exclusive offer. What does a monthly membership to Country Wine and Spirits give you? Well, I'll tell you. You get free two to five business days ground shipping on all your orders over 50 bucks. Special offers, free mystery vault gifts in every shipment. And if you sign up right now, it's only $19.95 a month for the first three months. And if you sign up for this membership, you get 10% off site-wide on every purchase, including sale items. Plus, as a special with Hey Bartender podcast, you get the 10% off if you join the membership. But if you use Hey Bartender 5, you get 5% off your complete purchase. So you're getting 15% off your entire order if you sign up for the membership, plus use Hey Bartender 5 coupon at check out so go to cwspirits.com sign up for the membership get 10% off your entire order free shipping over $50 plus remember to use coupon code heybartender5 for an extra 5% off you can't beat that deal go to cwspirits.com Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your... What am I? Oh, yeah, I'm the bartender for the evening. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's just you and me hanging out today. It is the middle of the holiday season. Hopefully, all of you are doing well with your Christmas shopping. If you're not, you're probably like me and going to hold off until the very last second, or at least uh, to the point where you know Amazon Prime is going to deliver. Anybody see that video I put on TikTok just recently? Uh, I received a book from uh, one of my listeners. They want me to read, and I'm going to read it this weekend, I swear. And luckily, it was just a book because if you go on to TikTok, you can actually see the Amazon delivery driver frisbee the book onto my porch. She was still maybe, oh, maybe eight feet away, and she just frisbeed it right towards my door. And I was just like, huh, well, luckily I know what's in that, and it's not breakable. Next day, she came in and dropped off something else. Same delivery person. And she didn't even make it to the front door this time. She just kind of dropped it right in the middle of my walkway up to my door. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this person? But fortunately, the last couple Amazon deliveries I've gotten, they've made it all the way to the front door. They took their picture to prove that it was delivered. And uh, it was done all professionally. But my God, that one woman must uh, really be not like her job this holiday season, but she shouldn't worry. She's getting paid. She's getting the money. You know, some people aren't even that lucky to have a job right now and are kind of in panic mode of what they're going to do for their families. But, uh, that's why the restaurant industry is here. We, uh, help people. We, uh, uh, you know, we do this because we need to eat. We do this because we need to pay rent. And hopefully during the holidays, we make a couple extra tips so we can buy presents for all of our friends and loved ones. So anyway, I've rambled on a little bit about that. Some of it probably actually made sense. But let's get started today. What? How do we start with every show? We got to start with a drink special. Now we're going to keep this simple, okay? This is the holiday season right now. Now, 
if people are wanting something warm to drink, I always go to hot chocolate. Hot chocolate is a great go-to for something warm during this season. Now, some people of you, some of you might uh, disagree, saying like hot tea or bourbon, whatever. And hot chocolate is my favorite way to go because it it tastes good and it keeps you nice and warm during the holiday season. I'm talking to you people that work out in the ski lodges. So, uh, you know, when it comes to hot chocolate, you can do it either way. Now, of course, homemade hot chocolate is probably the best way to go. But I don't have that kind of time, I, and I don't uh, really want to. So I get the Instant Packs. And some of the Instant Packs out there are really awesome. There's uh, ones out there now with caramel flavor. There's uh, dark chocolate, regular milk chocolate. and uh, But... You know, when you look at your hot chocolate and you want to spice it up a little bit, spike it, if you will, for your holiday guests or your people at your bar, it's not hard to spice up a hot chocolate. Basically, all you need is a mixer. And uh, the mixers are, are pretty much whatever you want. That makes sense, at least. So you want to just spike the hot chocolate, throw in an ounce of bourbon or rum. Or you want to make it extra festive, throw in some uh, peppermint schnapps. Um, Kahlua always goes well with it. Um, or just add a little bit of Bailey's and get a little bit, little bit of extra uh, creamy flavor into it. It's all, it's all good. Maybe put some whipped cream on top of that. And if you have the money and if you have the means, throw a, a candy cane in with there. It looks awesome. People get some in the festive mood because, you know, sometimes Christmas is a little hard for some people. And, uh, you know, we all go through it. And we, as the service industry, are there to try to make people happy during the Christmas season. Some people are completely unable to uh, stay happy to their Christmas season or they're just stressed out because of work or doing their shopping. But, uh, you know, we try to keep a smile on our face and try not to put them in a chokehold or punch them in the throat. In fact, there's a gift idea. If you don't like somebody in the bar, you walk up to them with a big smile on your face and say, I didn't throat punch you. Merry Christmas. Not that I really want to encourage anybody to throat punch anybody. You can get in a lot of trouble for that. But it's fun to think about, isn't it, sometimes? But that's not what I want to talk about today, uh, even though some of the things that I'll probably uh, talk about will want make you want to throat punch somebody. Um, I started thinking about, and I've, I've been listening to a lot of people on TikTok, all over social media, getting ideas for the show, and I came along uh, this idea of what are, what are the biggest problems bartenders and servers face, and... It's not hard to come along that, especially the ones that like to tell bartender stories or server stories. Um, you can sit down and make a giant list. We all pretty much go through the same problems because we all work in the same thing. But it, uh, you know, this is a pretty generic list. I got a little bit of help off the internet, so check this out with me. First problem we're going to talk about is customers who wave for your attention. Not just wave, but they practically put on a song and dance number to get your attention no matter what. Now, usually the people that beg for attention are not the people that are sitting at your bar because 
The people at the bar, they're right in front of you. The people that come up to the bar, they're right in front of you. You, you easily see them walk up. Unless you work at one of those clubs that has a really, really long bar or uh, people circle around you. Okay, yeah, you guys have it rough. But in the restaurant industry, uh, where I work, not in the clubs, there were people that were sitting at the tables. And uh, one guy, uh, I, I remember this, he, he drank Budweiser. He was uh, short, uh, maybe about 5'4". And I'm pretty sure he was a little uh, self-conscious about it. But it was a pretty busy night. And then every time he wanted a beer, he'd turn around and look at me and the other bartender I was working with that night and put the bottle of beer on top of his head. And immediately, out of nowhere, I just blurted out, hey, look, he's trying to make himself taller. And, you know, that uh, ruined the decor of the place. And uh, Barb had to bite her tongue to keep from laughing because, yeah, she thought that was right too. And, you know, that is... uh, that was just one way so people would get attention. That guy was reasonably nice. He didn't cause any trouble. He didn't uh, really do anything. He just had short man complex. But uh, the second most annoying way somebody uh, tried to get my attention for another beer, once again, he was at a table. I didn't have any servers that night. Everybody else was coming up to the bar. And whenever he felt like he needed another beer, he would look up at me and do this with his uh, beer glass. That is annoying as fuck. And, you know, he had the California slick back blonde hair and he thought he was hot shit coming into my bar. And it, it I, I get, is that normal for everywhere else? Because I found it really fucking annoying. And, you know, because... You sit there and you hear an annoying noise and you're like, I must search out this annoying noise and kill what is making that annoying noise. Oh, it's a customer. I can't kill him. It's another one of those interest, uh, the instances where I wanted to throat punch the guy. But I just looked at him. I went, what's up? And he goes, holds up, holds up his glass. And I said, what were you drinking? And he'd tell me and then I'd bring it out to him. And... Uh, you know, that goes along with the people that bang their ring against the, the pounder glass to get your attention. Most of the time, people just have to be, uh, have to wait. I mean, uh, it, I mean, some of you might agree with me on this because we do make our rounds. You know, it's not just, uh, here's your beer. I'll never see you again. Uh, shoot a flare if you need me. And no, we make our rounds. We go around and say, hey, you doing okay? Hey, or or we lit uh, that uh, some of you bartenders, maybe servers too, uh, uh, can hear when the glass is nearing empty, when it has ice in it, because it, it changes tone as the liquid uh, leaves the glass. And you immediately know somebody's glass is empty. I must go and save this person and uh, go ask him, hey, you doing okay? You want another one? Uh, and you know, it's just that easy. Most of your customers will not be patient because not everybody drinks the same way. I mean, there's this one fat dude that came into the bar who would bet people that he could drink a beer faster than anybody else. He won a lot, but, uh, when it came to when he wasn't betting and he just down a drink, it was one of those situations where you, 
when you pour him his first beer, put it in front of him, you might as well pour the second one because he's going to ask for it in the next 20 seconds. So, yeah, that, uh, and I've had people throw things at me to get my attention. Yeah, I wanted to kill her, but uh, because that side of the bar wasn't open. There was even a sign that said that side of the bar was not open, but she decided to get my attention by throwing coasters at me. And I wanted to 86er, but honestly, I was still brand new in the bar industry and trying to keep get an idea of what I could get away with because the bosses that I worked with at the time, they were people that, in, uh, uh, you know, are the customers always right type of people. And, you know, they'd let them get away with answering the house phone. They'd let them get away with walking behind the bar and I'm like, they can't do that. What are you doing? And uh, there was one, one time where uh, we cut off somebody in 86, the guy for the night. But we got in trouble because the uh, owner's daughter happened to be dating him at the time. And the owner's daughter was the assistant manager. So I guess it all depends on what your tolerance is. I mean, like my my friend Shannon, she's been on the show a couple times. She has the patience of Job. She puts up with anything and everything with a smile on her face to an extent. I mean, if you got violent with her, yeah, uh, things are going to, things are going to happen. But if, uh, you know, she had no problem kicking somebody out for being a menace. And whenever people did something annoying, uh, she would set them straight really quick saying, don't do that. All you have to do is ask. And, she would make the rounds really quickly, walk up and down the bar, maybe circle around, grab a couple empties, say, hey, how you doing? You doing okay? All right, cool. And then go get back behind the bar. Simple as that. But most of the time when I was working behind the bar, I didn't have any uh, servers late at night. Usually about 9 o'clock, I'd let my servers go home because the kitchen closed. And so I was all by myself. So I couldn't make the rounds the whole time because I'm constantly serving the people that come up to the bar. But when you hear somebody from behind the pool tables about 100 feet away go, Yo, Anthony, can I get another Coors Light? And I say, Only if you come up to the bar, dipshit. And people laugh, and he eventually comes up to the bar. And calling him a dipshit, he just thinks, you know, I'm ribbing him a little bit. But no, I'm actually calling him a dipshit. Now available at CW Spirits. Bake Sale Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough Liqueur. With the holidays starting up, it's time for you guys to start thinking about how you're going to stock up your bar for your parties. Bake Sale Chocolate Chip Cookie Liqueur contains 12 pouches of their award-winning chocolate chip cookie liqueur. Each tear-open pouch contains one and a half ounces of Bake Sale, a 40% alcohol liqueur that tastes like cookies because it's made from thousands of pounds of real chocolate chip cookies. Some of my favorite ways I like to enjoy it is just a straight shot because it's cookies. Come on. Mix it with coffee. Uh, pour it on a scoop of vanilla ice cream. You will not be disappointed. Imagine handing your guests a pouch of chocolate chip cookie flavored liqueur and everybody smiling and having a good time. Available at CWSpirits.com. Use code HeyBartender5 at checkout for 5% off. Oh, let's see. Next, let's talk about chatty customers who you like, but they're holding up 
the line. They're keeping you from doing your job. You see, this sort of thing used to happen to me all the time because I'd get stuck in a conversation with people, but as soon as I see a customer walk up, I try to end the conversation at a decent point, but they just keep going or they're in the middle of a sentence and they just go and go and I'm trying to go at, can, 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 I'll be right. And then, uh, then I have to just flat out walk away from because they won't stop talking. And, uh, because I don't have the balls to just go shut up a second. I'll be right, be right back. Uh, there were times where on slow, uh, slow nights where I'd get into a good conversation with, uh, uh, there was this one couple, um, they sat at the bar and we would talk about music all night long. That's, that's a good way to, uh, start a conversation with me is talk about music. Um, I want to learn about, uh, music acts, bands, uh, you know, I want to learn little facts and sometimes most of the time I share a little bit of what I know. And we talked about music most of the night, but they were actually really cool. Uh, I'd see a customer walk up to the bar and I said, be right back. And then I'd wander over. But there was this one time I was at the bar and I was talking about how to play. um, I think it was um, Blackwater by the Doobie Brothers. Uh, There's customer. We called him Rusty. Uh, he, He was he and I were starting to talk about Blackwater and I was having a little bit of trouble with the intro to that i couldn't figure it out and it turned out that it's a picking style that i'm just not good at but as he's explaining to me the chords the bar i worked at at the time wasn't a very big bar but uh yeah for uh, when a customer walked up and i said hey what can i get you he was still in the middle of a sentence and then as i'm uh, talking to the customer to get in their drink he all of a sudden i hear him say you know what never mind and I'm like, ah, shit, I pissed him off. And we never got back into talking about it because he he got a little bit of touchy about that. And, you know, I'm like, I'm working, dude. What can what can I do? And you know, so, yeah, it, it offended some of the customers when I would tell them, look, I've got other people I got to deal with here. Uh, but... Uh, there was this one girl that I used to work with who got thoroughly annoyed because this one customer would not leave her alone. Even when she was talking to the customers, he would keep talking to her and he was explaining to her the ins and outs of how to win at video poker. Even though he didn't play video poker, he was just there and uh, he was explaining her up, uh, explaining to her the uh, double down process of it. You see, when you got a winning hand at video poker at the time, you ha- on some games you could either double it or just keep playing. And he was explaining the mathematics behind it that were totally over her head. She, she, that's what she told me. Uh, the mathematics behind it were totally over her head, but he was sitting there taking the time to explain every little detail to her. And it thoroughly got annoying to her to the point where she just walked away. And, you know, walked into the manager's office for a bit, took a, took a couple uh, puffs off a cigarette, and then came back out, and he was still talking. See, some, some of the customers just want to take up all your time. And majority of those type of customers are people that probably live alone. Or, um, nah, I'm going to stick with that. They probably live alone. So they're just dying for somebody to talk to. You try to be nice to them, but they just... 
take up all your time. And uh, it's almost like they don't realize there's 20 other people in the bar that you have to attend to. There's uh, dishes that have to be picked up. There's uh, uh, a keg just blew. You can think of any reason, but they just all of a sudden demand all of your attention. But one guy that, uh, actually there's two guys that took the cake. One guy was a politician in training. Uh, he eventually did become uh, a politician and then not a politician for reasons, but he was constantly in one of those modes where, what can I do to help you? And he had just talked. He says, so what do you want to do? You, oh, so, so you want to open an audio studio. So what do you need to do that? And I said, money. And he says, so, okay, let's break it down. Uh, how much money did we talk in here? How much would it cost for a studio? How much would it cost for this, that, and the other thing? And I'm sure he had a plan down to the wire on how I could start my own studio. But eventually I had to walk away from the conversation when the numbers started getting crunched because I had other customers. And besides, at the time I was flat broke. There was no way in hell I was going to become, you know, uh, get the money unless I took out some kind of ginormous loan. And my credit right then and there was absolutely horrendous. I mean, my credit was so bad that, you know, anybody ran my credit, you know, lights come on, flares, uh, music. It's actually very festive. But, uh, there, yeah, there's no way where um, I could have gotten any kind of loan to start a music studio, which, by the way, is um, nowadays uh, is almost kind of a waste of money because everybody's recording their own thing at their own home. Good for them, uh, but bad for the industry. But there was one guy who uh, talked to everybody and anybody, and he was the man who... He referred to himself as the L-E-X. His name was Lex. And, you know, uh, he was a, he cut hair during the day, and at night he was a bouncer. And, uh, but whenever he got really started drinking, he goes, he would refer to himself not only in the third person, but spell out his name. You think that's going to happen? Not when old L-E-X is around. Now, Lex was around the uh, bar and service industry for a long time, not to mention he uh, was a hairstylist, uh, let's just say it, barber, we can call it that too. Uh, he knew how to talk to people. He knew uh, how conversations should begin, end. but sometimes when he got drunk, uh, conversations all of a sudden didn't have an end, but he was always handy to have around. Because when you get stuck in a conversation with somebody, you could all of a sudden point him over to put point that person over to Lex and say, "Hey, Lex, do you know something about this?" And Lex would stand there and talk to the guy. He, it's almost like Lex never, uh, you know, never met a stranger, and so he was handy to have around. But uh, there were times where it was just like, "Oh God, he's spelling his name out. This is going to be a long, long night." But, uh, yeah, still a really good guy. Of course, me as a bartender, I can be, uh, you know, distracted by a conversation every once in a while if the conversation somewhat in interests me. Or I'm pretty sure that the customer has the facts a little bit wrong. And be, uh, one particular time, 
a customer, a uh, pair of customers that I tend to avoid because they were both teachers and uh, they acted like they knew everything. They probably got good scores in their SATs. They probably went to Ivy League school and all that stuff. But talking to them was always a little bit hard because you got, they gave this air where you started getting paranoid that like, I'm beneath them. Why are they talking to me? But then all of a sudden, one time, uh, they mentioned, uh, what's so good about the Beatles? All their songs are in 4-4. And anybody who listens to this podcast knows I'm a huge, huge Beatle fan. And when you talk shit about the Beatles, them's fighting words. So all of a sudden, I stopped right in my tracks. And I said, okay, the Beatles did not write everything in 4-4. Let's get started here. And then somebody says, hey, Anthony, can I get a beer? And I said, one second here. Okay, when you think when you talk about the Beatles, you're probably only thinking, please, please me. You're probably only thinking uh, she loves you, Hard Day's Night maybe. But there are other songs that they wrote. Babies in Black, that's in 3-4. Uh, uh, all You Need Is Love. That time signature goes all over the place. And uh, one after 909 started off, uh, a regular skiffle beat, but then it turned into something else. You know, it's, you know, I, I could have gone on forever and they were a little shocked at my musical knowledge. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not just a pretty face and not just a bartender. I actually know other stuff. And then, yeah, that, that one was technically my fault. That person had to wait for their beer for a couple minutes because somebody talked shit about the Beatles, but it's tough. You want to be, uh, conversive with all of your customers, but uh, some of the customers just can't grasp that they're not the only person there, or uh, there's a chance that when you leave that conversation, you know, whether it's on pause or whatnot, you might not come back because there are other people that need to be tended to. There are other things that need to be done. Glasses need to be run back to the dishwasher. Glasses need to be picked up on the floor. And uh, it's... It's really tough, and so, you know, I've seen a lot of people get offended by that, and it's like, well, fine, if you don't want to talk to me, you, you know, you're probably an asshole. You know, no, I'm just working. I'm busy, so sorry. Okay, this next one's a short one, so I'm just going to do this before the next commercial break. Uh, how many people out there that work in a bar that have, uh, like, linoleum floors or wood floors or... Uh, something like that, something that's not a rug. And then somebody comes in from the rain or, you know, wet atmosphere or something like that. And they come in with their shoes squeaking all over the place. And then they choose to uh, play pool. And then you hear, wee, 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 wee. Uh, yeah, that's annoying. Uh, it's probably about time that you called the guy to get your, um, uh, you know, what are those things that sit in front of the door? The Well, you, the thing you wipe your feet on uh, the, uh, before you enter a building. It's probably about time you got one of those, uh, one of those replaced because it's not absorbing anything anymore. Uh, there, there, This was a really funny story. That didn't really happen to me because all the bars I worked in had uh, carpeting. But it was funny because there was this bar I used to go to and uh, a girl that I was dating at the time, she liked to go there and... Uh, the, her shoes weren't wet, but she decided she, uh, to annoy the bartender, the place is called the sports page and it was, uh, everything was decorated 
for sports. You had uh, posters, mirrors, everything dedicated to sports, and the t- floor where the pool tables were at was a small half court. You know, not not legal size, but it was a half court. And she decided that she wanted to annoy the bartender and start, you know, squeaking her feet, uh, her tennis shoes all over the floor. And he would get mad. He would say, hey, this isn't a basketball court. Knock it off. I thought it was funny as hell. But, uh, yeah, you can't really encourage your customers, you know, wipe your feet before you come in. Uh, you know, stop, uh, stop tracking mud on my nice, clean floors. Uh, kind of... Uh, you don't really have time for that along with all the other stuff that you have to do. But there are, I'm sure there were times where he, uh, that bartender wanted to run over to the person, take the, uh, take their shoes off and huck them in the garbage. It just for, so he doesn't have to hear that squeaking over and over again. Anybody relate to that? Von Payne is made for those who want to explore the possibilities of the night, different, unique, and not like the others. Founded by people who live on the fringe of the alternative communities, enjoyed by all. Von Payne Black Whiskey features a one-of-a-kind heavy metal gargoyle pour spout that is guaranteed to capture the attention of anyone around you when you pour a glass of this deep ruby red blended whiskey. This is a premium blended whiskey infused with natural black currant. At 45% ABV, you will experience many levels of wow factor from the look of the bottle itself, the metal gargoyle and the great taste of the black current with the blend of their whiskey. Von Payne black is now available at CW spirits. Remember to use code. Hey bartender five for 5% off. For the final topic we're going to talk about tonight uh, is Say your bar's about to close. It's say your uh, your bar's close, last call is at 2 o'clock, and you're looking at the clock and saying it's one fifteen. Cool. So uh, you've already had a long day. You've been there since 5 o'clock, and uh, all, so you decide, okay, I'm going to get started on dishes and whatnot. So you uh, run around, start grabbing empties. There's only a few people in the bar. You wipe down a few tables. You restock the uh, freezer, and you're getting everything all close to done. But then all of a sudden, 1.30 hits. All the other bars in town closed at 1 o'clock, and they finally got everybody out of there by 1.30, and everybody realized that your bar is is the last bar open in town. Usually that was a signal uh, that that was the end of my night. You know, a bunch of people coming in, getting one more before they head home. But the problems that came along with it. Now, the good thing about it was I got more customers, I got more sales, and usually more tips. But most of the customers I had to sift through because it was like, okay, has this person been drinking too much? Should this person have another drink? This person, I just saw him fall uh, fall asleep in the booth and his friend's trying to order another pale ale. No, that's not going to happen. What, you want to fight me about it? No, no, your friend's asleep. He doesn't get another beer. And if you keep fighting with me, you don't get another beer either. Now, another problem that came up uh, with the bar that I worked at was at midnight. 
it was a rule of my particular bar. No more multi-liquor drinks after midnight. So no more Long Islands, no AMFs, no blue motorcycles, nothing like that. It was just either beer or a liquor and a mixer. That's it. Uh, usually the blender was broken too. About last call was when the blender was broken. But usually that late at night, nobody was asking for margaritas. That that was um, that was way past that. But uh, now you're dealing with all these people who have been, you don't know how much they've been drinking at the previous bar that they were just at. Now, if a lot of you people probably have cool situations where you have a hotline number or a chain text going where somebody will call and say, Hey, this person's had too much to drink. Uh, or this person was a little bit rough in my bar. And you know, that is just completely awesome. Now, we didn't have that when I was uh, bartending. Uh, we barely knew how to text messages, uh, do text messages. And most of us weren't allowed to keep our cell phones on us uh, while we were working. So you had to call the business line. And if you weren't too busy, you could answer that business line. But everybody start comes into your bar all at once. And they're ordering. And I, you, most of the time I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried to be really cool to all the service industry workers that came in, made sure I even set up, uh, set it up where I said, if you guys are going to be late, give me a call. I'll have the drink setting uh, set out. You can come in and I'll just hand them to you. Cool. Cool. But you have to go through all these people. I remember one night, uh, I was working with Barb that night. She, uh, spotted right away. I, I mean, the place was packed i don't know how she saw this so quickly there was a girl holding a long island iced tea in her hand and barb said let me see that and the girl hands it to her barb dumps it in the sink and uh takes the glass and the girl's like what the hell and barb says you didn't buy that from here uh so you're not drinking it here and you know, you know the girl got all huffy and gave her the finger and stuff like that and barb's like yeah whatever here's the finger back I asked Barb about it later, and she was, I was like, how did you know? And she goes, well, one, you do realize we stopped serving multi-liquor drinks after midnight. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And she goes, and two, this is a, a glass from another bar, because if you look at the lip of the glass, it uh, it's a little bit bigger than the lip of the glasses that we use. So this is definitely from that other bar. And I was like, oh, cool, neat. And, you know... A lot of the people, their attitudes, sometimes they're uh, cool. Uh, they're just having a good time, carrying on with their friends. They just don't want to go home. They want the t- good times to keep going. But some other people, maybe just even the slightest blow of wind going their direction will set them off and start a fight. There were a lot of places uh, in the area that I worked and probably in areas that you guys work in that would close earlier than uh, most of the other bars because they realized that all the fights start after, say, 1 o'clock. You know, send them off to be somebody else's problem. They're not our problem anymore. And most uh, uh, chain restaurants, they close at 11 o'clock. So those people were always really cool to deal with. But, uh, you know, you get those people that were drinking really heavily at the other uh, other bar across the street and decide, I need another beer. 
and then they go into the uh, go into my bar, and then that's when they decide it's time to fight. And there, you know, too many times uh, where I was lucky enough to break up fights without getting hurt, but it's just just the whole uh, the whole idea that you know that uh, I could have been hurt. It's just like, hey, all right, I just broke up a fight with a guy that's twice my size and can lift a pool table. Oh, shit. And, you know, because I'm not that big and I'm not that strong. But at least uh, that when I stepped out in the middle of it, they all of a sudden, you know, whoops, check, uh, you know, check check myself. Um, most of the time at that uh, time of night, if I thought there was a problem that was about to come up, um, I would call the non-emergency line and have a policeman do a walkthrough. I mean, just all they had to do was just make their presence known and everybody played nice. Not to mention when some of the, uh, some of the guys, they want to get one more game of pool in, but also sort of, uh, four other groups and so that they're trying hard come on, man, play. And pool tables are one of the top five, at least five reasons, uh, fights happen in bars. And when I, the bar that I worked at, we had this very simple rule. You have a problem with a ruling on the pool table, pick a number between 85 and 87. But the fun part of watching people coming into my bar late at night uh, is those desperate people that are, uh, let's say, in the mood for some loving. And they are desperately trying at that last second to find that person that will go home with them and uh, do the naughty. Uh, what am I talking? This is an adult podcast, and I'm talking like uh, it's PG-13. Okay, people are out there looking for sex. They want to uh, get the rocks off. They want to uh, make the beast with two backs, whatever you want to call it. And they're desperate. They're trying to find somebody, anybody. And it's, uh, you know, to the point where it's almost harassment. It, you know, I'm not you. Some of you people out there probably were sitting there thinking that it uh, looks had something something to do with it. You know, they're just desperate. They want to get off. No, looks didn't have anything to do with it. You know, uh, it it was just that primordial feeling that I need human touch. I need to feel something. But uh, it almost came down to harassment. You know when somebody's made their pick or they're finally they're like okay it's got to be this guy or nobody or this girl or nobody and it you know borderlines harassment and you know even i'd see women scared i'd tell them sit at the bar sit uh sit up here with me i'll keep them off your back uh the guys uh kind of the same thing they're like get away from me and uh just because the other person they may be feeling that uh primordial urge but they don't. They're happy. Most, and it was almost, almost embarrassing to watch these people hit on people that are there with their significant other, whether boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, husband, wife, uh, and they're, and they're just going all out to try to, you know, flirt with them. And I'm like, don't put your hands on. Don't put your. Oh, this is gonna suck. But usually, uh, the couple usually handled it pretty well set them down, maybe talk to them for a little bit. And, um, you know, there there were people that did go home with somebody and just as much as people went home with nobody, you know, a little depressed and uh, maybe had to 
take matters into their own hands for uh, for another night in a row. But, and, you know, that's just the way things is. It's the luck of the draw, roll of the dice, whatever you want to call it. All I know is once they go home, they're not the one that has to clean up everything. Am I right? Anyway, people, that's it for this episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. This is a short one, but I promise I'll come up, uh, do another episode pretty soon of service industry problems because uh, there are a lot of popular ones out there. But uh, as usual, if you want to follow me on social media, I am on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. All of them at Hey Bartender Podcast. On TikTok at Hey Bartender PO1. If you want to follow me on any of those things, go right ahead and leave some messages, comments, follow me, uh, watch my videos, uh, you know, do whatever. It, uh, it's a lot of fun for me. Um, if you want to check out some other Hey Bartender podcast merchandise or check out the newest episode, go to www.heybartenderpodcast.com. That's the best place to go. Or you, uh, you can download Hey Bartender podcast anywhere anywhere where you can download podcasts. I try to spread myself out there as much as I could. Don't forget to shop at CW Spirits, especially if uh, it's getting cl- close to Christmas. And some of you people have friends that would appreciate it, uh, good liquor. And CW Spirits has a great selection from stuff that's just great for making shots or just stuff that uh, a person would appreciate from whiskeys to vodkas, uh, gins, all that stuff. You might even find something for yourself on there. You never know. Head over to cwspirits.com and just make sure you use coupon code HEYBARTENDER5 at checkout and you get 5% off your entire order. And if you order over $125, you get free shipping. That's cool, right? And finally, people, if you want to be a part of Hey Bartender Podcast, I would love to have you. Anybody, bartenders, servers, flight attendants, anybody who's worked in the service industry, if you have something to say, stories you want to tell, just contact me. You can contact me through any of the social media sites, or you can email me directly, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I try to keep it like, uh, you know, you, uh, if you listen to past episodes, I try to keep uh, the talks with other people in the service industry kind of like when you're sitting at a Denny's or a Sherry's late at night with your coworkers or other bartenders in the area. You're just sitting there swapping stories. It's no big deal. It's a lot of fun. Please remember to share, like, subscribe, tell your friends about this show. Give me five stars. Give me a great review on any of the podcast channels you listen to. Uh, if you want to leave me a message, go over to anchor.com, check out Hey Bartender Podcast, and you can actually leave me a voice message there. And I would love to hear what you people have to say. Some of you, if you want to uh, say something and have it put on the show, I can do that for you too. But until next time, my friends, the bar is closed. I wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And remember, don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go?